Are you a spiritual Frankenstein monster? Lincoln here from TurnToBurnFamTFamily.com's Transformational Man Cave, where we encourage males to crush effeminacy or maliteracy as we say here, and to aspire to domestic excellence. We do this through podcasts, poetry, and online courses, and we welcome you to another Turn to Burn Manliness Rally. We're grateful for your attention. We're exploring this topic, which is part of our manliness campaign, and this is what we call a marital hack. And we are exploring the issue of can two distinct human beings become one flesh, and this comes to us this doctrine or teaching this messianic teaching comes to us from genesis 2 verse 22 in the holy bible now yahweh who is the hebrew national deity the creator of the heavens and the earth the god of abraham isaac and jacob the the patriots of the israel the race of israel the people of israel yahweh made humans and He made us as man and woman so that both genders could bodily share in the other's earthly experience. That is, we are one flesh when our flesh actually experiences the... the, We are sharing in the other person's experience through our flesh, the other gender's experience through our own flesh. Now, we who are Christians uh, or believers in the New Testament element of the Bible as is presented, Jesus shows us the one, the concept of being one flesh on the cross. And we believe that Jesus Christ of Nazareth is an actual Hebrew man, son of a carpenter, Joseph, or the stepson of Joseph, son of Mary. He actually was crucified on a cross by the by the Romans, the Roman soldiers, as it was engineered by the, the, the Jewish religious fraternity at the time. And he bodily experienced our sins so that we can bodily experience immortality with him. That is one of the centerpieces of the Christian faith. Jesus resurrected so that we can resurrect into immortality with him. Jesus Christ died on the cross in his flesh so that we in our flesh, in our bodies, can die to the tendencies of the destructive human, the destructive mortal that cannot receive or give complete love or perfect love according to the Bible in the the gospel of the epistles of john so we see the concept of one party experiencing the 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 the, the troubles the, the 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 total vulnerabilities pain and suffering of the other party so which is jesus so that we can experience the eternal life the immortality with him in our own flesh that's i believe where the concept of one flesh is taking us in marriage however sin this concept of sin which is where we do things that god hates that concept of sin makes gender relations hostile as now we withdraw from each other and worse men want other men to bodily experience them etc man and woman can only be one flesh when yahweh joins us matthew 19 6 so we know there are many teachings about gender relations about what genders can do 
And the Bible makes it clear that the only way two people can become one flesh is this happens between different genders. God makes the man and woman one flesh. He doesn't make man and another man or woman and another woman one flesh. That's the teaching from the Bible in Matthew 19.6. Now we create, and Genesis 2 verse 22, we create a spiritual Frankenstein with non-messianic marriage example unequally yoked marriages where a saved person somebody who believes that jesus christ of nazareth this hebrew carpenter's son he resurrected from the dead after taking our sins in his own flesh and another person who does not believe that we believe this is a spiritual frankenstein between a saved and an unsaved person we also believe that where you are in some kind of same-sex marriage the Bible is very explicit about this. This is another example of a spiritual kind of Frankenstein of an unequally yoked marriage. Marriage of incest, where persons of close family relations get married. Uh, persons marrying animals. Uh, all of these forms of quote-unquote yoking or joining together, we believe these are what are create these are spiritual Frankenstein creations. So we are exploring how can two become one flesh and we understand the concept of being unequally yoked where people share different spiritual experiences uh, as in the unequal, the, the marriage between a saved and an unsaved person, that's a kind of spiritual Frankenstein. We don't believe two can become one flesh there. Same-sex marriages, incest marriages, bestial kind of marriages and we know a marriage according to the world standard is really where two people can get to know their polygamous marriages where persons can simply go to the state and a minister a justice of the peace etc notary can form a ceremony and you get a piece of paper that says your marriage but is that really all that marriage is about Join the Family Institute today and learn how to make better life choices by cultivating a godly mindset in our Messianic Mentorship programs. All programs are $120 per person monthly with personal sessions $100 for individuals and $200 for family. We look forward to have you join the conversation at famtfamily.com. Welcome back to another segment of this Turn to Burn Manliness Rally. This is a, a marital hack, the exploring the concept of the spiritual Frankenstein. How do two separate human beings become one flesh? This is what is presented as the original version of marriage between where two persons of different genders, they enter into a covenant, they enter into a contract amongst themselves and God, Yahweh Elohim. This is the, the, the genesis of marriage from what the Bible teaches us. Genesis 2 verse 24, we are understanding that Adam and Eve, the first man, the first woman, according to the biblical narrative, uh, these two beings, though distinct, 
in this covenant between amongst themselves and God, they become one flesh because God joins them together. He presents them to each other. Adam and Eve add to each other's identity. They respect each other even though they're naked and vulnerable to each other. They are um, in a restful situation where they're not uh, they're not torturing each other to 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 enter into this this covenant. They are also compatible. So this kind of situation to become one flesh, we're saying this is what marriage is is designed and purposed to be, where two distinct people can experience life with with each other in their own flesh this is more than just uh, an issue of having sexual intercourse this is an issue of having gender intercourse where there is no uh, interplay between both genders both genders bring what is unique and special to them to the table and both become one flesh outside of this covenant with god we're saying that there is a spiritual frankenstein monster that we create or some people can uh, can say it is a spiritual conjoined twin that you have here where the two are not one flesh but they're stuck together as 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 dr frankenstein created a monster of different body parts that are stuck together and that monster became destructive so we want to understand how can two people become one flesh and actually build a life together in a covenant with Yahweh Elohim with God people can do any other thing call call it a marriage but biblically a marriage is one specific thing so we understand that Yahweh who is the father of Christ according to the Christian faith that although he is one the Godhead is one Godhead this is a plural being one divine being comprised of various distinct beings that are all fully divine. This concept is beyond what we can comprehend in this material realm. However, out of that complexity, Yahweh, the Father of Christ, decided to reveal himself materially in the form of humans or mortals in Adam and Eve. When Adam was formed, Eve was within him, is what we are taught. As we now know, males have both male and female hormones in us. A man biologically is a distinct balance of estrogen and testosterone than a woman. However, in Christ Jesus, they are both complete, as Colossians 2 verse 10 teaches us, they are complete humans. That is, the man isn't a better human than the woman. And you can see Galatians 3 verse 28 for the specifics. That's reflective of Jesus and his Father being the same, despite being different. See John 10 verse 30. Yahweh's image, the image of Yahweh, is speaking to his character according to one uh, theologian, W.T. Perkiso. The image of Yahweh, his character, his conscience, his responsibilities, ideation, or his ability to, to come up with ideas out of an abstract space. His morals, these things which we jointly call the image of God, is revealed by both the man and the woman. They are one flesh in the way Yahweh is one amongst his power-filled brute force. And you can see 1 Timothy 6, the light that no human can approach. Many people call his father. That's one element, we would say, of the Godhead. 
one distinct being, the Father, the brute force that no one can approach, his word or his expressive skillful nature, and his son, that's John 1.1. 1, 1. And then there is also his life force, his voltage, his breath, and that is the Holy Spirit. So those are the various beings that are distinct beings, but in one Godhead. Similarly, the man and the woman combine distinct elements of Yahweh to jointly reveal him in the material plane. So just as three distinct beings become one God, two genders become one flesh. Now this goes beyond sexual intercourse to, as we said before, gender intercourse. Paul the Apostle says, The man who loves his wife loves himself. This pays homage to the fact that the God-given wife was extracted from the husband and in marriage is returned to him. There is to be oneness from this reality as any gender rifts don't show Yahweh's image and this image is an image of unity, an image of oneness amongst other factors. The devil's strategy started with division between the genders. You can see Genesis 3, 12 to 13, and then shame. See Genesis 3, verse 7 in the Holy Bible. However, the man and woman were originally naked and unashamed when they were one flesh. See Genesis 2, verse 25. someone you know are interested in buying, selling, or investing in real estate in Naples, Florida. Give Rashid Wellesley a call at 239-207-2955. That's 239-207-2955. for your continued attention on this manliness rally this marital hack on the turn to burn manliness campaign and we're talking about the spiritual frankenstein when two people join together in quote-unquote holy matrimony and marriage but they are not one flesh they are like conjoined twins they are and no disrespect to persons who who have to who are in this condition of being conjoined twin but we are understanding that this is almost like their spiritual Frankenstein. They are not one flesh. Uh, you are stuck together, but and you basically are committing to living your life together. But there are certain difficulties that you face. We said, how do we know? We ended the last segment, segment on how do we know what are some features of the original man and woman being one flesh? And we ended by saying, that before the devil introduced himself into the equation of marriage, the man and woman, they were one, they were not divided, they were unified in the same way that we said the Godhead, which in our Christian tradition is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. These divine beings are one, even though three distinct beings, but they are one Godhead. That there was no rift in the in the gender relations between man and woman there was no shame and we were in genesis 3 verses 12 to 13 and there was and also genesis 3 7 
so when we're one flesh there is no shame we can be vulnerable to each other we can be open to each other without shame without accusation without blame and we also can be can be persons that are united where there is even though we have our individual personalities but those personalities come together to form one seamless union however we said here the man and the woman they were originally naked and unashamed when they were one flesh and you can see genesis 2 verse 25 for that when there is this whole issue of shame accusation guilt in a marriage then you can understand that you are a frankenstein the frankenstein monster story this i believe was a german story is one of a monster that was put together by a dr frankenstein and he was an ugly monster he the body parts were stitched together in a very crude way and there was shame in that monster but at the same time we have a marriage where we as humans are called to be one and where you see shame guilt and accusation which is a concept of the frankenstein monster that is not showing unity and oneness that is not showing that each other are prepared to take in our flesh the life experience of the other party now in the edenic fall and that fall is the fall that we describe it that is described biblically in genesis chapter 3 in the holy bible in the edenic in the edenic fall we ask the question did satan somehow affect the spirituality the emotional chemistry of the man and the woman and make them not one flesh or what paul called unequally yoked see second corinthians 6 14 we know that we're taught in the scriptures that who god has joined together let no man put asunder so we are not supposed to interfere with the institution of marriage or we're also not supposed to interfere with individual marriages the prodigal son story of luke 15 reveals that sin fractures relationships and this communal fracture is akin to death in luke 15 24 when the father saw his son coming back he said my son who was dead is alive again no his son wasn't physically dead but in sin the relationship between them was fractured so a fractured relationship is a sign of spiritual death so we see that sin fractured the relationship between adam and eve and introduced a kind of spiritual death into their marriage However, we understand now that the gospel says, and we know one of the issues of the Frankenstein monster is that the monster was put together from dead body parts. And those dead dead body parts were stitched together and I believe he found some way of of getting lightning to strike the monster. Uh, That's Dr. Frankenstein got lightning to strike the monster and somehow animate him. But he became a destructive monster causing mayhem in the community unfortunately that's what a lot of marriages do when they're not empowered by god however here the gospel says that jesus of nazareth has atoned men and women you can see galatians 3 28 which says that we are no longer men or women we're no longer distinct uh, or separate or or combative genders we are no longer combative in our gender relations but this gender reconciliation as it's called reconciliation means we're 
two distinct parties are, are, who were enemies before are now made, made friends again. The reconciliation of the genders that comes into play because of Jesus' resurrection. This is under attack. So Jesus prayed for oneness in St. John 17 verses 21 to 26. It is only through faith in Jesus and the gender restoration that the Holy Spirit brings that two genders can become one flesh again. You can see Titus 3, 5 to 7, Galatians 3, 28. Outside of Jesus, genders will remain Frankenstein monsters. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn. Thank you for coming to the end of another Manliness Rally with us. If you need assistance in implementing and executing or following through on the proposals, on the suggestions, on the hints that we gave you today, we encourage you to visit us at famtfamily.com and to sign up for one of our Messianic programs. We also encourage you to join our Facebook family or at our Facebook handle, FamTStrong. You can also email us at connect at famtfamily.com. Lincoln encouraging you to have a great day today, crushing effeminacy. Why rob God in this world of you and your family? And until next time, be nuclear.